Touche. Touche. I just turned the air off. It's going to get really bad. Yeah. It's, it's going to get really bad. We might When we start talking really, really slow, I wish one of you could tell us, but we have would have already been finished. Hi. <laughs> oh, God, it's already hot. It's already hot. God, it really did get quickly hot. Oh, no. I mean, we just turned it off. We just turned it off. This is Summer in the City, babies. Oh, God. We're coming to you not live <laughs> from Jen's apartment that is organized within a... Uh, a beat. half centimeter of itself. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen and humans. I did the Marie Kondo method, the KonMari method. I read the books. The the life-changing magic of decluttering, Japanese decluttering and Spark Joy, her two little books. They are wonderful reads. And I do think magic has come into my life. I, will I say, don't know what else to say. You except opened you up those drawers it. and I... Was Can you handle it? Shocked. Can you handle it? I couldn't handle it. I enjoy looking. I I'm have... still not handling it. He's not. I, I walk around and I open up my closets to look at them now. And I've opened up my drawers to look at how organized. And I just feel lighter. I feel like stuff. Because I'm not a messy person. I'm very organized. But I know how to put stuff away. Oh, yes, honey. I found. Are you ready? I found leases from my apartment in Boston when I was in college. Honey, why you need that lease? Like this is the stuff that I was holding on to. And just the stuff I found, the letters, the like things teachers wrote about me and like letters from like grade school. Yeah. Girl, revealing. <laughs> I will say one thing. I was very happy with my younger Jen self. I read a little letter that my friend in grade school or, or I was a freshman the swim team was going on a trip or something I don't I, I wasn't there for some reason and so she would pass the pieces of paper around saying write a note to Jen write a note to Jen she was just this is these are the days of when we did that mm-hmm. anyway so each of the people on the swim team like wrote a little note oh, yeah. and this guy Josh who I knew was a senior when I was a freshman and like a popular senior, you know, he wrote on there, hey, Jen, I, I know you, or I know you, you're the one who always sticks up for the people I make fun of. <laughs> and then, then he wrote, mind your own business, Josh. And I thought to my, and Ew, I first what a that, jerk. Right. But what's amazing is I was a freshman telling the senior to get off, stop it, stop making fun of those people. And I was very, I was very proud of little Jen. Also, he was so brazenly proud of being a bully. Most bullies are. Most bullies love to say shit. I like feel that. like people are always like, I wasn't a bully in high school, and I'm like, Yeah, you were. Well, I mean, I haven't seen him now. I could Facebook message him and be like, Look Ask at him you, if he girl. He's a bully. <laughs> he won't. He won't be like, What are you talking about? Anyway, <laughs> I, and I, Jeff is drinking from. I found these this lovely little tea plate set. What would you call this? Jeff, you're the one who knows about interiors. Hmm. I'm sure these have a name. I don't know what they are. But like a 19, would you say 60s? Yeah. Well, mid-century. Okay. 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 This is definitely a mid-century design. It's cute, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I found these in the back of it. This is what happens when you con Mar. You realize you are really great as a freshman. 
and you realize you're a good person and you have great mid-century um, dining wear hidden away. Now, see, I know I won't ever find anything like that because mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. I move You moved 35 year. times, right. <laughs> you moved 35 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Living here 17 years, things accumulate. Anyway, yeah. it was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. This woman is giving me no money, but she can. We could absolutely be sponsored by the Gunmari Method. It was good. Get the book. Just get the book. I don't think she really needs to advertise. She doesn't. She's fine, honey. Um, It's so hot. I hate New York City in the summer. I, Why? We're, we're already on top of each other. T- tell me, what, what are we supposed to do with this heat? I know. I mean, you really understand why people go to Fire Island and the Hamptons and stuff. Yes. You get it. And the Berkshires, and the, which is not happening this summer. I wish it was. We'll take a trip. We'll take a trip. I thought it was happening. No. For you, for Matt's show or whatever. I don't, I haven't heard a thing. Oh. This is, this is how things go. You all know. Things happen and they don't happen. You don't know what's going on and then you're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to like go to the deli and come home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> and the Conmar, it was a good moment to like distract me from the, you know, being unemployed moment because mm-hmm. we were talking about this and how you were saying like when I'm not when Shakespeare in the Park ends, and if nothing else, you know, you finish it. It's like that that time of where it's like, okay, nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. So of course, I gave myself a giant project, but it it's it's cleared it's cleared space mm-hmm. to bring in bring in the new. So I'm ready. Yeah. And I have had some lovely auditions for all of. Thank you for asking. Oh. And um, <laughs> and I I can't. Do you? <laughs> When you just can't book. I know, there's so much going on right now. That thing when you're like, I can't book. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Someone, that thing when you're like, I, how am I going out on all of this? And I'm not even getting a call. Like, I really genuinely don't feel like I did a bad job. Right. And you just have to go, okay. Like, shake it off, take a quick cold shower, and next. And it's like, oh my God. Really? Yeah. I felt that way when I would go to LA or yeah. when I first moved to LA and I was meeting all of these casting directors yeah. and I'd do a, an audition and they'd be like, that was great. Like, they who didn't are know you? Me. Yeah. yeah. But, but you don't, you don't book someone who you don't know. So it took like a year Time. and a half or two years before they, I really could ever get anything of decent. Yeah. You were saying that you didn't book anything for like a year and a half, right? Yeah. The first time you were there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real. It was a dry season. It was a dry season. Um, anyway, so I'm in that space right now. I'm in that, I'm like super happy I'm going on on some stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh girl, really? Really? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sh- Okay, next. Moving on. Anyway, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, that's Jeff, how's doing. rehearsal going? Jeff is rehearsing. <laughs> what am I rehearsing? She's rehearsing. Shakespeare in the Park, which I can't wait to talk about. Um, Midsummer Night's Dream. How's yes. rehearsals going? You just started. Yeah, we just had a week of it, and um, we've staged my first two scenes, but mainly it was just table work. Mm-hmm. And um, like, it's sort of a dense play for the lovers or for the fairies, but for the mechanicals, it's just sure. It's kind of 
it's there on the surface. You don't really have to do that much research. Touche. Great. (laughs) Fabulous gig. Right. So during the table work, it was a lot of like really thinking about what the mechanics of the fairy world are or really understanding like, you know, 15th century culture so that, or, or what would that be? Anyway, the 1500s right. uh, of like what it was like to be a young woman in the 1500s when when Shakespeare wrote this and what it meant to like be sort of property and like how that translates to why these lines are being said or whatever. But people thinking they're good actors when they're not good actors is pretty uh, similar to now. Really? Oh, but you know what they did yeah. say that was re- like that was like oh I should say this on our podcast. Um, Lear's whole thing, Lear uh, de Bessonet, the, the the director, her whole vision is about like <clears throat> how like in life and the human experience, desire is so prevalent uh-huh. that we're all filled with desire. And uh-huh. so like with the lovers, it's about like the desire for each other and they're all like mismatched. They all want to be with the uh, a lover that isn't with them, you know, because right? of the nectar on the eyes or whatever. and. Uh, with Titania when she's given the nectar you know she desires this sure you know donkey creature and uh-huh. uh, Oberon desires this uh, young boy that that Titania has taken and and so she was saying about the um, mechanicals that it's all about a desire to create art and to be doing your art Ugh, and all of these relate. mechanicals they're called rude mechanicals because they all have these like mundane, crappy day jobs. And their great desire is to come and actually create art. (gasps) And and like I play Francis Flute, the bellows mender, so you know what a bellows is? It's like No. Oh yeah. The thing that you go and make the fire you know, stoke the fire with. Yes. (laughs) So so my character's job, his whole job is just to make sure that there's an airtight seal. Shut up. So that they can Stop. stoke their fire. I'm going to laugh so hard. So, like, that's his dumb day job that right. doesn't provide a lot of art. And now he gets to, he has this Bust huge desire to come and do this. And, like, as she was talking about it, like, it was almost like she was having, like, a harder time explaining the desire in that situation versus the lovers. And I was like, oh, my God. The desire to be an actor, we all get that We're way more all, than we get no, like what are you talking the desire about? to be with a woman who's engaged to somebody else. And who's got nectar up in her fucking <laughs> eyes, please, honey. Please. She's a mess. Get that girl Visine, honey. I know. Isn't that sort of deep That's and powerful? Beautiful. Oh, hello. I know. I thought that was what very are, much and what us. I just say before, like my deep desire to please like to have work. Yes. Exactly. And to create art. Girl, is that your script? He's going to be given... Just go ahead and say it. Say some Shakespeare. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Learning lines. I was just looking at what we were talking about. I wrote it down because I thought it was so beautiful. That is fantastic. The honor of performing, the desire to do a great show, but also to perform it all, to be seen, to be adored. Oh. (laughs) I thought that was so beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So... What about the desire to not have your theater company put in, put on, put on blast in the Huffington Post because your current production of Julius Caesar, <laughs> Caesar has a quote-unquote look-alike to our current president? Any thoughts on that? Anyone said anything? Um, 
No, I mean, it what really I'm just came to, out sorry, yesterday. To the people who don't know, right? The current production in the Park were of Julius Jeff, Caesar. Their current production is Julius Caesar, and um, they're being and Delta and someone else, Bank, Bank of, of America, America, pulled out their funding because the actors and the costuming looks like Donald Trump. So they are, and if you know Julius Caesar, you know the story. Like he gets stabbed. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right. Um, I mean, like, this is not, this, so, for my whole thing, I haven't seen this production yet, so we don't know. Yeah. But, what I do know is, the narrative around this is so bizarre. I know. Like, they keep saying, like, a play in New York City is, uh, I, shows executing the president. And I'm like, hold up. Wait, a pl- it's... This it's, was not written no, since but, the yeah, election. No, 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 no. no it, <laughs> this play was written 400 years ago. And also, in the context of Julius Caesar, at the end of the show, you're not like, execution was right. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, you're not. You're, I, it's just some people just don't. They see pictures. I mean, it would be a little bit like they were like, we're pulling out a Midsummer Night's Dream because you advocate fucking a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> True, <laughs> but like I, people are a mess. They don't need to see, like someone. I saw someone put on social media like, "Go see the play," and then like, "Do you know the story of Julius Caesar?" Like, well, that's like, what's so Julius crazy Caesar, about it. I'm sure has been it's it's been on the roster here for a couple of years. I'm sure they know their seasons well in advance. It's like people. Well, I think they did choose a political. Show okay, well, great. After this, but also. Let's say... There's not that many Shakespeare plays. Exactly. There's not 90. Right. And um, this whole this whole thing about... Um, Jesus. About, like, it's insensitive or it's... First of all... Why? Y- you cannot be the president and not have people make fun of you. Yeah. And talk about your, what you're doing. I mean, that's... I think part of the appeal for many people who run for president is to be a part of that that narrative of, of history, right? Sure. And also, art is supposed to stretch boundaries, right? And it should oh be protected God. under free speech because art is about free speech. Well, it is. So then here's my thing. That are the, I guess because they're, it's, a, it's a private, right? They're, they're just allowed to pull funding. I mean... Yeah, I mean they're they're allowed to advertise and put their money wherever. I mean it's not like that, but it is. It's interesting that they caved so quickly around something that, like when you look at it, if you scratch even the tiniest bit below the surface, you're like, oh well, that's different than what they're saying. Of course, I I want to know how many people from Delta and Bank of America who make the decisions to um, give money and pull money out. I want to know how many people actually went and saw the show. And understand well, the story of I mean, Julius some, Caesar. Some do, because they get... Well, I think they usually go to opening night, which hasn't happened yet, so I don't know. But, I mean, they do get free tickets. Right, but is that... No. It's it's not that. It's the backlash. It's not like they just right. went and in their own brain right. went, no, no, you no. know what? We should pull out of this because right. something in my stomach, personally, doesn't feel good about this. It has nothing to do with that. Totally. It has to do with... We're going to get in trouble because of this, this, that, and the other thing. Right. And it would be also different if, like, Bank of America didn't want to sponsor some show that, like, went against their values or something. But this is Julius Caesar. And, like, when you look at the... When you look at the show... Again, I haven't seen it yet, so maybe I'll go and be like, Whoa, that was really... (laughs) 
know, maybe, maybe the show advocates murdering someone. I don't know. It would be a really but I don't. But knowing the script, I don't know how that would actually exactly. You can't. No, no. And it's about unless power they change the damn script, which you cannot do. Yeah, they they didn't. Oh, I know that they didn't. Do that. So did anyone come and talk to you? No, I mean they sort of. There was, you know, don't believe this, but it wasn't any like. Hey, everybody, sit down. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. It's like, don't... They didn't tell you to do something or not do something or no. anything. And I mean, this is the public theater. They, This is not their first brush with controversy. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they're a leader in the world of art and in the world of bringing art to all people. Like, Good. They still make Shakespeare in the Park free. Yeah. Except for the fancy seats, but... Whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know financially what this means you know but um oh my god what a mess what a goddamn mess we're in oh i said it i'm trying i kind of cost too much (laughs) do you have anything to say about that um i do not feel that you cost too much but i I, I, this is a weird thing about aging where i'm now like I think it might be smarter to do it without the curse or whatever. See, like, only use the curse when it's really powerful. That's what I would like. Like, for instance, when I said, mm-hmm. we're going to boycott Midsummer Night's Dream for fucking a donkey, I was like, joke-wise, the, the F sure. word works better there. Sure. But see, you're th- I'm just, I'm just a, I'm a mouth. And we all, we all know this. You listen, <laughs> there's just, there's a little bit too much of the F word coming out of my mouth when I listen back. But I don't know. But I, I don't know. It's not like I'm saying I want to change or I need to be a, I'm using quotes, lady. I don't, I just feel like I'd like to expand the way I express myself. Mm-hmm. And I know you're probably, everyone listening was like, how much wider can you get? <laughs> but in a way, that's like a way of, 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 of setting boundaries on yourself. I think to, it might be interesting. To, to explore ways that you can express yourself I, more. I think it would be interesting if I addressed my my use of language because I'm very cavalier with it. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I used to do an improv show at 11 p.m. on Fridays. There's, I would just be one long goddamn it. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of sex jokes and stuff. And now I do a show at 7:30 on Saturday. Oh, so it's I bet it's real different. Maybe yeah, it's kind of like the family hour. Well, because the UCB now has become this. Um, like another thing you do yeah. when you come to New York. So it's like, <clears throat> not like on Herald Night. On Herald Night, it's all of the students. And so it, right. it's not like that at all. But at the UCB at 7.30 on Saturday night, mm-hmm. there's just a ton of older folks who are visiting right. New York and, and read in some tour book somewhere that this is a fun theatrical thing to do and it only costs 10 Not bucks. that you can't cuss in front of older people. They can take it. They know they've been here first. Sure. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But but every once in a while you'll say, you'll go blue, as my mom used to what say. What do you mean? You know that expression, no. go blue? What is it? It means like dirty, working dirty. What is, what is the... It's ready? like from comedy rooms. Like, But what is the etymology, I'm sorry, no, I'm using that word wrong, of that like, term of it, I think it came from like old timey comedians and they what, would the work. And like, yeah, yeah, maybe. The lighting would turn blue and they're yeah. like, no, you're out of here, but we'll still keep a little color up so you can or find no, your like way down the stairs. Or no, they would work the blue rooms, which were like uh, adult rooms. Okay, okay. 
I didn't know they were colored blue. Yeah. I don't know the etymology. And I think you are using that word. Cute. But See? I, I... See what happens when you don't fucking cuss? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Mom. If you figured out how to listen to the podcast. Um, no shade. Um, speaking of Harold, I just want to say, I... <clears throat> we've never talked about... I know we talked about improv, and this will be real short and quick because I know we have talked about it. But I remember listening to a podcast and you were like, oh yeah, you hate improv. And I don't hate improv. And we all know that. And I did Second City and I was in improv in college. And I do improv like every day in an audition and on stage and blah, blah, blah when people let me. But I think because I was reading some stuff at Dell, Dell Close. Yeah. Uh, which was Improv Olympics in Chicago, mm-hmm. right? Which I now, if I went back, that would probably be... Like, cause they call it just I.O. now because the Olympics sued them. Fantastic. (laughs) Oh, because they took so much from you. They took so much from you. Jeez. Um, His quote of there's nothing funny about comedy Hmm. is what I relate to. And... I also say this because doing the KonMari method, (laughs) I found a paper that I wrote for a thesis, like, award thing at my college senior year. Mm -hmm. And I wrote that I had to write to this board about, like, yourself and your work. And I I wrote, um, I I want my comedy to be taken more seriously. And it, like, it it was written some first sentence like that. I I wish my, I wish comedy was taken more seriously. And then I wrote this whole thing and it was like basic, but it was kind of, I was slightly impressed. And then at the end I said something about, you know, cheesy about my art and my life. And I can't believe that I'll be able to do this with my life, dot, dot, dot. And I wish for that to be taken seriously. Um, And then I thought about Del Close and how he says there's nothing funny about comedy. Is that quote right? Am I getting that right? Uh, I mean, I'm, I it might don't be know. even more intense, but his whole approach that, like, you take it, you believe it, you take it serious. Right, his whole thing is, like, it's got to be truthful. Yes. So if it, you're going to do a, sh- a show about ballet dancing and what it's like when ballet dancers. You better are, commit. You got to be a good ballet dancer and then come off the stage and, you know, do the joke or whatever. But right. or, it's not or funny just to, commi- to right. be like, I'm a ballet dancer and, and like, then be a bad ballet dancer. Yeah, I, that's my jam. That's my jam. And I'm not saying that that it doesn't, that doesn't happen in other improv rooms. I'm just saying because I'm not there doing it, so I can't say that. But that's what I really cling to with comedy is mm-hmm. that, like, I, I want it to be taken seriously. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, there's, and I think there's, like, how you were saying, like, I have, like, more to give like I want to do this podcast I'm like there's more I want to like say and do right I think there's part of that I don't know I don't know I don't know what I'm getting at I just thought I'd bring up Dell <laughs> because I was like well, look at her the go. four members of the UCB that. they all you know like that's why it's yes. called the Dell Close Marathon mm-hmm. yeah which is the big improv Herald festival, festival. That they, they do every year right do every year mm-hmm. well, last weekend in June well just like Gay Pride. Yeah, it is on Gay Pride Day. Are you going to be in it? Do you do the it? The marathon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Gay Pride? Probably not on... I Do I have a show? I do have one show on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah. I'm not, I'm 
poster there. <laughs> Queen. Well, oh no, can I not get there? Because you have to buy a whole festival pass and. Oh, I'm and I can't afford it. Well, and I it's can't. also just like. <laughs> You, I mean, it's, it's so expensive, thing. you gotta like commit. It's a thing. You gotta be like, I'm committing. <laughs> I understand. And I also, understand. there's a lot of waiting in lines and stuff like that. I understand. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay, well. But if you wanna come to the show on Friday night, I could get you a comp. This Friday? No. Oh, no, the one on the. Okay. On the Friday night of the Hi. weekend. Yes, Queen, yes. Or or any Saturday night. Any Saturday night. I now everyone else will be hitting you up for yeah. this. So. No, we, have, um, we have a limit of how many cons we get, y'all. <laughs> anyway, I thought I'd bring All that up. Hundreds what of were we talking about? This. So we finished talking. We were going to move on. We should we should do this because this is fun. We were moving on to... Jeff had an idea about um, the most humiliating things that we do for our career. Um, <laughs> so can you elaborate on this... Um, this um, little exercise that you and I are about to partake in um yeah I just think there are things that (laughs) I do because I'm an actor that I know if I were let's say working in computers there's no way in hell I would do any of these okay great so like things are that are a little embarrassing when you take them out of context right yes okay great so what's one of yours all right (laughs) I put dust in my hair. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> Why do you put dust in your hair? Because it covers up bald spots. <laughs> I love it. And it's like, it's like cheesy, like, uh, you know, like cheesy yeah. commercial from the 70s where they put like spray paint on their head. Yeah, you're doing that. Yeah, they, the, I went, my first movie I ever did, they were like, we're going to put a little dust in your hair or they call it fibers. Uh-huh. And so they like. And they go with like an atomizer. And I was like, oh, I like it. I like it. And they would do it over the years. And then, especially after I had this autoimmune thing and this yeah. big chunk of my yeah, head yeah, fell yeah. out, now I'm even doing it for auditions. And yes. I bought my own and That's I great. shake it on my head like I'm shaking salt and pepper on my hair. <laughs> well, but do you like the way you look? Uh, like, would you? Do and I so like you would. the way I look. Yeah, I like okay, it now, better with so, the dust than without. Okay, then I'm saying then you, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that for yourself if you weren't an actor? No. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Absolutely okay, great. Not. And it cuz I don't do it just to go out. I only do it where I know like my picture will be taken or an okay, audition will enough, be happening. Okay, fair enough. Um I <laughs> I get a little, I mean I get a little um embarrassed um when I'm told to do less. Does that? <laughs> I feel the word was humiliate. So when I get told to do less, uh-huh. because you know you're coming in with your ideas or your take or your thought. I mean, this happens all the time. And Cole and I talk about this. We've literally never been told to not do to do more. Right. I mean, a couple times I've been told they've been like, "No, you can go ahead, do more, do more." But most of the time, I'm told to do. Less yeah. and there's just and that's fine. I get that it's a technical thing. Sure. Most of the time, and also they're like, "Oh, she gets it." Just like bring it down, and I get what that looks like on camera too. So I'm not saying I'm embarrassed, but that tinge of like, "Oh, oh, what did I do?" Like, yeah. like what did I just do? Like, what corny face did I just do? Absolutely. So I get that. I that feel that feeling. way too. Where I hate it when they don't tell you that, and then you watch it, and you're like, "Oh my God, what is my face doing? Yeah, what like, is my face like doing? What like 
what am I? I know. I really... It's, I'm not I a cartoon. I blink too much. You blink too much? Yeah, I'm a real excessive blinker when I'm on... I think I'm thinking it's funny when I'm in the moment. <laughs> I do and this. And then when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I do this, and then you can exp- you can describe to them. I do this. <laughs> what is that? Uh, like you were... I'm like... Scared or like, uh, 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 I'm flustered. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I'm flustered. But if you, if a child, if you gave a child some watercolors and said, here, draw someone's face when they're flustered, that's literally what I do. Yeah. I I don't know why. Nightcap, just the second season premiered. (laughs) And so uh, I was watching it and there's this thing where I have, uh, well, first of all, I have a scene with a woman, she's in a wheelchair, so the, from her POV is like just up, uh-huh. just just a cruel oh, angle. Oh, that's so rude. <laughs> but also, she had this joke about how I'm I t- I'm too I, I have a gummy smile, so I was trying to make it have a gummy smile. And on the TV, I'm like, Oh God, why, why did I make that face? But at it's least, terrible. But at least you were told to. You were you were literally your character was being talked about about their appearance. Yeah, but she could have just said you have a gummy smile, and I didn't have to be like. I, I mean, Fair I looked enough. like I was Fair doing enough. a horse impression. Well, we can't wait to watch. Yeah. Well, oh, what's another it one already of yours? Aired. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girl. No one knows how to watch your show. I'm kidding. First season's Fuck. on Hulu now. Oh, hey. hey. Get your Hulu. Um, okay, this go. is my second one. Uh, auditioning for work you've already done, even though it's clear they aren't going to cast you again. Oh, girl. 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 I auditioned wow. for. Come I'm on. gonna just name it. What do I care? What Go are they gonna it. do to me? Slut the musical. Now we I will tell you, this. I did we a reading. Last week. Oh, we did last week, mm-hmm. and I went into that. Uh, I've done a Fringe festival show, an off-off Broadway show, whatever, and they, I, I emailed them to be like, I would like an audition, even though you haven't asked me to audition, which was dumb on my part. And I went in Why? there because if they wanted me. They knew I was a veil. Whatever. Fuck them. You can listen to me. Yeah. Whatever. Why? Why must go blue? Ugh. Because. going blue. That's how we all felt. Ugh. To be fair, I think going blue is less cussing and, and more uh, like dirty. Okay. Well, I, I rarely go dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. Um, um, <laughs> I just curse. Anyway, the producer through my whole audition just read a magazine and it was an Us Weekly so you know there's not a lot of no. <laughs> there's not a lot of words to read so she just kept flipping, flipping. the pages really loudly <laughs> and I was I had already done the show like four times so I was completely That's off crazy. book so I was just staring directly at you've got to be kidding me anyway okay. afterwards I was like I hope I get it <laughs> stop isn't that isn't that funny isn't that funny? I was much younger then. I was right. I don't you know. didn't know. You didn't know. Gosh, that's funny. Okay, um, a real quick one, but then we'll be done because this one doesn't isn't a really good one. But for some reason, when people tell me to give my profile, <laughs> I get humiliated when they're like, "Okay, do you know what I mean?" Not that I'm. This is reminding me no. so much of that that um, that. <laughs> that line of Jennifer Coolidge in For Your Consideration where she's playing the producer and she's like, and they're like, okay, thank you. And she's like, are we done? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, I don't want anyone to film me walking away. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's me. I don't, I don't want that. What? Like, and I actually think I have a great profile. But when they're like, 
I'm like, oh my God, I'm like 39. Like, why do you need my profile? Like, well, what, what is it? Just for some commercial or oh, just, you just mean it feels need too, your profile. It, may, it feels it's like... It's too, like, I'm a stick figure. Oh. I'm just... It's so like, it's not that you... It's not a vanity thing. It's just the, like... It, no, or I not just, a, why? Not a face vanity thing. It's no. like a... A career vanity thing, like you're, you're bigger than this. You're better than having to do that. Well, I just don't know why you need my profile, like to make sure I, you don't look like a crazy bitch or something. I when guess you turn to the right. You know what? It means nothing. It's just the fact that someone says, "Can I see your profile?" that makes me like feel humiliated. Mm. And I don't know. It's a bot. It's just sort of a. It feels objectified. <laughs> when like really like Wrigley's gum probably just needs to see how long your nose is. Right. I don't know. Or make sure that you don't have like a big sure. dent in the back of your head or something. Sure. It. I'm sure it's more things like that. But I'm just saying when that comes out of their mouth, I'm like, uh oh. Like, yeah. but why? I'm I like, always think why? about how I took a commercial acting class once and they were like, when you go in profile, don't forget to smile. It makes you look so much better. So I'm always like... serious? <laughs> I'm always like that makes, the joker I, in profile. Actually, that makes so much sense and I never thought of that. Okay, but what I really wanted to talk about, I guess this is sort of along the lines of that, is somehow I feel I get myself humiliated when I compare my audition outfit with another girl's audition outfit. <laughs> and I think to myself, my audition outfit isn't right. Oh, that's so funny. I, I do the opposite where I'm like, oh my God, that person is so embarrassing. They're dressing oh, up no! so much. Oh, God. I always feel like my outfit isn't right. But that's just me because like, I mean, I just don't, I'm not a big kid. I like clothes, but it's just not my number one thing. Is sure. Clothes is not my number one. I'm sort of like, whatever. Right. I could wear the same. A uniform is my ideal for life. Mm. I love doing theater. I love that people costume me. Yeah. I love all of it because I would rather just be given and told. It's very rare that I can go out shopping by myself and like come home nailing it. <laughs> kind of rare. Unless it's just like a dress, one piece. Sometimes I can find a good one. So I will look at other girls and I'll be like, oh my God, like, I don't have, I don't know how to, I don't know how to dress myself for an audition. Well, like what kind of, I feel what do you like mean? I like, like you going in for a cowgirl and they're like in a full cowgirl dress? No, just a straight up, like, just like, just an outfit, like for a whatever. Because like aren't they all wearing like six inch heels and stuff at every audition? No, no. I mean, normally my auditions, it's like mom's. Or it's teachers, oh, yeah. or it's selling a product, and I'm a teacher, or I'm a mom <laughs> with a product. Like, so it's I'm just a mom or a it's a normal <laughs> things. I just I'm like I don't know, but it's funny though because I think one time I had to audition for a nun, and they were like, "Your outfit is great," and I'm like, "If it's a character, I can nail it. If it's like something real specific, I feel like I can do it. But if it's just in your everyday yeah. woman, your everyday." Girl, uh, I'm I I'm turn into a mess. Anyway, okay. Just That's so I'd funny because you have like, I think you have a really great fashion sense. Really? Yeah. I feel like I I'm not. Anyway, the point is I feel a little humiliated because I look at other people's outfits yeah. and I wish that I could put it together like them. You. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. What's next? So this is one I said. Let's see. Uh, going to parties that I don't want to go to. <laughs> yeah. Standing there. <laughs> <laughs> pretending like I'm talking to someone even though no one will talking to me on the sad and pitiful hope that I will make a connection and that it will lead to a job. <laughs> really? Yeah. How many parties have you gone to? No. Where like... I No. 
No, I can't. I don't know. I None. Like, I don't even like to go to opening night parties of shows that I'm not involved in. I don't... Keep talking. Like, I've been invited a couple of times to parties of shows that I have no Mm -hmm. connection to. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say a couple, I mean two. Sure. Well, that's a couple. It's literally a couple, actually. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm being literal when I say a couple. Um, Uh, But he... Yeah, but yeah, I don't like to go there because I am not. I don't even really like the ones that I'm involved in, but you kind of have to go to those, and they're fun because people will have seen you, and so right. they know why you're there. And yeah, it's much. It's better. Whereas when you're just there, yeah, no, I'm not good at that, and I went to. A, I don't do them anymore. I actually turned down mm-hmm. a couple because I, I. I'm uncomfortable, and they don't lead to anything because I don't have that gift. I don't have that glad-handing gift. I don't mind a party. I don't mind a party. I've actually not... I've actually gone to opening night things with you, and you're you're not what... What you just described was like a creepy creepster (laughs) sitting in the corner, like sucking on some type of fruit on a stick. You are not that at all. You are very charismatic. You are very social. But I usually end up talking to like a PA for 45 same, minutes. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. And I'm like, thank God. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with parties. I'm like, whatever. I never I never expect anything. Uh-huh. I never expect anything from anyone. So I'm like, whatever. Right. And it's like, whatever. Um, Were you still going? Or, no. Or we're next. Um, I feel... Okay, so I already talked about doing less. That's such a big one. Um, I feel humiliated <laughs> when I talk too much in the room when I'm done and I'm watching myself talk and I'm like, Jen, leave. <laughs> Jen, stop. I don't, I don't think, and I'm mad because I can't take it back. It's like, don't, what do you, they don't want to, stop talking about, don't say, don't ask him about his desk. Like, what? Do you, get out. Like, thank you. But don't you think you that's by- actually led to getting work sometimes no. when people are charmed by it? By it, by it? No, no, no one's been. It's not charming, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not. It's it comes across as very nervous and desperate. Uh, and I do that sometimes. And I'm like, Jen, stop. Why are you? Just, you don't even want to talk. You've got things to do. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm. I can get chatty and. I'm trying to just like do my thing and leave because that's what's best for everyone. That's what I want. I don't want to chat. I don't want to talk. But for some reason, sometimes I feel like I have to say things. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Jen, don't just go home. Like, God, what? I'm so the opposite of that. Where I I'm know like, you are. I'm like, I have to get out of here immediately. I, I need more of get out of there immediately. And I should do more of like... Oh, thanks. It's so good to see you. You know, blah, blah. Here's a little joke. Well, I mean, that, I'm, oh, no, they don't want a little joke. No, don't. Don't give a little joke. Just leave. No, do not do that. I'm, I'm, I do think what I'm really good at is reading a room. Listen, I'm not saying, listen, I'm, you are very good at reading a room. I feel I'm good at reading a room. It's only when I get very nervous. Yeah. That this, the majority of the time, they're cool. I'm cool. Done, done, done. You want to do it again? I want to do it again. I do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm very big on that lately, yeah. by the way. If I go into my head, I stop myself and I say, I want to start over. 
I've been real big about that. Huh. Oh yeah, no. I'm like, this is my time. So if I don't like it, I go, I'd like to do it again, please. Right. And everyone's like, sure. <laughs> or I'll stop. If I get in my head, I'm like, no, it's not worth it. But that's it. not humiliating. You're proud of that. No, I'm proud of that. But very humiliated when I'm hearing myself chitty chat. And it's like, girl, go. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Mine, mine is about that is this is something I hate about myself in the room, which is that <laughs> I joke about my flaws to casting directors. Go. Hoping that that will somehow normalize them. But really, it just is like, here are the flaws. Wait, for example. Uh, the biggest one is being like, I know I seem like a real poofy homosexual. <laughs> oh boy, this faggot. It's like, oh girl, calm wait. down. What are you saying? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But is this happening after your audition? Because no, that's chitty chat. Like sometimes it'll be like, um, <laughs> oh, like I'll, I'll about to read the thing. And like uh, I'm thinking about this one commercial audition one time where I had to like pretend to be proposing to a woman oh, over like right. cereal you, or whatever. Right, and you apologize for being gay. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Great. Where I was like, oh, I'm really wasting your time, aren't I? What? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that? Stop saying that. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's where the word is used well. Yeah, or I'll be like, uh, oh, or I'll be like, um, oh, oh uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I know you probably want someone handsome, but you just got me. You, you know what I mean? You do not I, say that. That is real cray. I know it's cray. That is so crazy. I know it's cray. It's so much. <laughs> if I was in the room and you said some shit like that, I would have you over my knee. Spanking you. I would be spanking you. I'm not as bad about it now as I used to be, but oh, oh my well, god. Yes, of course. We used to all apologize. There were when times we were when it was like I'm sorry, I'm in sorry. In the moment I'm like, Why are you chilling yes, on this? <laughs> what are you scared? Like oversharing your insecurities. Like yeah, oversharing yeah. In, your... like before you say it, you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna call it out. Like yeah. we're all, we're all aware of this, but then you're no. like Oh, I don't think they were aware and now yeah. they think I'm crazy. Oh god. Yeah, there was yeah, there was a lot of apologizing when I was younger. A lot of apologizing. Yeah. Which is real tiring. Yeah. Real I know. tiring. I still do it and I'm sorry. Oh, it's for really it. tiring. It's really tiring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what's wait. What did we just I just do? apologized Yours? for apologizing too much. All right. And well, then I should... said nailed it and high five. <laughs> okay, are you next or am I next? You. Okay. Um, this is okay. Tooth okay. I get <laughs> I feel humiliated. This is someone okay. I feel humiliated when I get annoyed that I have to wash my hair because I have an audition the next day. <laughs> I feel shame that I don't want to clean myself. <laughs> I'm a very clean person, but washing my hair is a moment, ladies and gentlemen, and I get so annoyed that I have to wash my hair and do the whole rigmarole, and I feel humiliated that, like, that's not a If you that didn't ever have auditions, how often would you wash it? Once a week. Oh, that's so my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. She's going to get it washed and set once no, a week. No, wash and set once a week. So honey. do you have, like, shower caps? I... No, I just pull it up and my hair is, I just, it can get a little wet and it's fine. <laughs> I, do, I, I feel a little human. Okay, but along those lines, I get 
And this is just because of like putting on makeup, I maybe, because I don't wear makeup if I don't, like in real life, I don't wear makeup unless I have to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I'm like, why am I looking at myself in the mirror so much? <laughs> and I feel a little humiliated, maybe because I'm getting older, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm going, what is that? Like, what is that? Oh, you like, mean... Like, what is that? Like, You mean when you're wearing makeup or me because you're not wearing makeup? Because I'm not wearing makeup. Oh, and so you're spending time looking and, at yourself well, and now I, like, or I, catch I feel my, bad about my neck. No, or it's Nora like... Efron. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, I like pass by a mirror or I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, girl. Who's that old hag in the mirror? <laughs> I'm like, girl, what is... Like, she moisturizes, honey. So I'm like, what is the... It's just... And I get a little bit like humiliated. I'm like, girl, move on, move on, move yeah, away from, yeah. move away from. I have here. something similar, which is Got my it. next one, which is uh, when I did a show at La Jolla Playhouse. They gave me my undershirts, and they were Spanx undershirts, <laughs> <laughs> and it said "Gut Sucker Number Three, Highest Intensity," and I was like, ouch. <laughs> wow. But then I put them on, and I was like, well, I do make. You know, Not I'm like, you. I'm like, well, if, you know, all my female friends are like, yeah, wear Spanx. It's my thing. Shapewear. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, of and course. And so. <laughs> oh, shit. So I'm, now I'm sort of into it. And like, when I did that movie. <laughs> did you wear it? I, I shot it and I wore that. <laughs> the oh, guy no. was like, oh, yeah, we need to put your mic underneath. <laughs> underneath your undershirt. And I was like, okay. And it was like. <laughs> And then I had to be like, oh, I just have to really work it down. You had to work that microphone down your spanks. That is, and it would have been, his cord would have been so sweaty by the end. It was so intense. And, it, and then he was like, and then go down your pants. And I was wearing skinny jeans and I was wait, like, oh Lord. Wait, calm down. This mic, we're just going to take a second for production. Yeah. This mic, which was on your lapel. Yeah. The wire went down your spanks. Because I was playing a waiter. Down your pants. Uh-huh. And were you wearing an ankle belt? Exactly. Why? Because I was playing a waiter, so I kept walking into frame, and you could see my pack otherwise. So they had to do it on my ankle. Which, it, like a nightcap, we always did it on my ankle because, uh, you know, you could see it on my okay on my back. So that's what happened. Anyway, it was like a whole thing. So anyway, I was like, but they're great. But also my Spanx, despite being like, uh, I, wow. they've kind of worn out. They have a hole in them. And I was like, I'm going to buy a new one. So yeah. I like looked it up online and I I bought it. Yeah. And uh, this is, I did not get it from Spanx. I got it from a little bit of a cheaper place. Yeah. And I got my little confirmation email. And do you know what it said? We're out of them. No, it said, your girdle is right. <laughs> I am straight up wearing like a, a whalebone corset <laughs> and I'm going to come over here and make you like put your foot on my back and pull the strings tighter Please. while I hold on to a pool Please. and say like fiddly dee. <laughs> oh my God. Oh girl, that's good. That's really, really good. That's really, really good. Um, I think that's all that humiliates me. 
I wrote down one more, but it's kind of not really true. I wrote table reads, readings, workshops, and punch-up sessions for anything, even when it's obvious there's no role for you anywhere in the entire thing, but you're (laughs) hoping that maybe they'll think of you in years to come. (laughs) What's a punch-up session? Oh, like when a friend writes a script and you sit around like pitching jokes to like punch up the script. Do you get paid? For certain ones, but not the ones I do. Oh. <laughs> I do yeah. it for friends. Oh, here's another one that about the thing where I I I recently auditioned for this is another one of yeah. how I made fun of myself. I auditioned for a movie where I was playing a twenty three year old who had just gotten out of college. <laughs> twenty three year old and I was like don't say anything. <laughs> don't say this anything. This was two years ago. But I was like, just don't say, just anything, don't say anything. Even though you are, you can see yeah. 40 yeah, in, yeah, 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 in yeah, the yeah, horizon. Yeah, yeah. Pretend you're 23. <laughs> I, <laughs> they would put me with someone who was my brother and he was supposed to be my older brother. I mean, and he, he was, was like child. easily 15 so years you younger than me. Part. You didn't get the part. Girl, I got the part. <gasps> What? <laughs> yes, what I was the movie? Got the part. It was a movie called Frat Pack that I ended up having. I because they lost their funding and then it, they, they sent it down. It. And I was by that time I was doing that show at La Jolla, so I couldn't do the movie, but which was, was shooting in Canada. And then it turns out that like SAG sent out this whole thing, being like, "It has come to our attention that this production is not paying their actors." And I was like, "Oh my god, that was the movie I got cast in!" Oh my god. <laughs> well, interesting. That's very interesting. So yeah. They don't know. Yeah. And, and I, you're really young and you look really young. Oh, come on. Okay. They were like, oh, I guess him. But they, that was not about like, yeah, you look 23. I have one that's really humiliating that's recent. And I can name names. I got called back for the new Tracy Morgan show that's mm-hmm. happening that Jordan Peele is directing. Yeah. Who is one of like three people that I fan out over. Sure. Because I just think he's great. And I went in, I had a I had a great session with him and I wasn't too whatever. I was fu- I was I was nor I was a normal person. Right. You weren't over talking. No. I just was like just do it, just do your thing. And he gave me some direction. And at one point and I don't know why I did this I feel, and I'm beating myself thinking this is why I didn't get the part, but we all know it was 50 other reasons that mostly probably didn't have anything to do with me. But I keep thinking this is why. I, he was giving me some direction. Mm-hmm. Like he had given me direction before and then I went into it. We were doing another side and then he stopped me. And he was giving me direction and I got, <laughs> I got on the floor and got down on my knees to listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut this out. That don't, is don't terrible. Don't be vulnerable. I, Share I, it. for some reason, I was. I think what it was was I was. I wanted to hear what he was saying so <laughs> deeply. Now, like I didn't want to be. I wanted to be grounded. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, oh, like I really want to hear what he's saying. So I really get this. So I got. I like stared him in the face and got down on my goddamn knees. Did like you my cradle his leg in your arm? <laughs> I didn't touch him. Okay. I kept a very clean distance. It was uh-huh. exactly where I was auditioning. But it was that feeling of like, I've got to, you know me, I'm right. a little animal. So I was like, I got to get down. And I'm like, I got to hear this. Like I couldn't hear it because I was like, I'm not listening right now. So I need to change my, I'm in my head. 
So I need to like change something, but changing something was me getting down on my knees. That is a weird thing. That oh, is a weird isn't thing. Isn't that but, so horrible? Oh, please. It's I've done way worse and much. Like what? You didn't get down on your knees in front of. <laughs> I said, sorry, I'm so gay. <laughs> Yeah, one day if I'm trying to like do a sexy scene, because I get those all the time, <laughs> serious ones that aren't supposed to be funny, where the the ugly geriatric like librarians trying to hit on the cute hot guy, I will apologize for having no tits. I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm just ribs with nipples. <laughs> oh boy, that again. <laughs> That's what you should have named your production company. <laughs> Ribs with the nipples. <laughs> yeah. I should have. I'm gonna. I'm have. gonna buy you the, the you domain buy me name. The domain name. <laughs> or could it be just ribs with nipples? No, ribs with nipples. And the width is the W slash backslash. Say it one more time. I want to vomit. <laughs> ribs with nipples. Ooh, this was a good episode. This was a good episode. Can we turn? Oh my god, let's please turn the air Listen, back on. Listen, we love you. Everyone who has written a review, I've read it and I've loved you more than I've loved people who don't write reviews. So I want <laughs> you to know that. I, I haven't read them yet, but go I on love there, you too. Go on. Oh, and to the girl who approached me in the co-op, to the Park Sloop Food Co-op today, this morning, and said, are you Jen? I listened to you and Jeff. Are you serious? God, yes, this she morning. She recognized you just from like your headshot on the... I Yes, I guess she so. She heard you talking and she was like, I, that's a that Midwestern I, cackle I, I recognize. <laughs> she said, are you Jen? And she said, I listen to you and Jeff's podcast every week, me and my husband. And she was pregnant. <laughs> just a fun little fact. You can be with child and really enjoy Jeff and I still. Oh, that she must know me then. I, she didn't say anything. I, I said, she said her husband's an actor. Huh. Whatever. Work. All I'm saying is we're real, real, real famous. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go on my humiliation list next. <gasps> no! <laughs> Thinking I'm famous because I do a podcast. <laughs> I love you. One time somebody did come up to me and when they, was, they were like, wait, are you famous? And I was Stop. like, if you have to ask. <laughs> Wait, I know you. I promise you, you don't. I promise you, you don't. Touche. Touche.